everyone, welcome back to Love Yourself Without Lights. My name is Molly Seggy, and today I'm here with two former guests and a newcomer, Ariella Greenberg, Sarah Nagler, and David Barakis. So, we're going to be talking about a very, very important topic of bullying and cyberbullying awareness. We'll talk about our experiences first, and we're, we all like kind of took different perspectives about the bullying situation. So, like, David and Ariella kind of did as the one being bullied, but also more, more David. And then, and then I got, I took the perspective of the bully and then Sarah kind of took the perspective of the bystander so we can give you different angles at bullying and cyberbullying. I'll start with like, I think where bullying sort of starts, um, regardless of who you are and like where you came from and any of that. Um, I think that really it's just from the second you look or scene or play or do anything different from most of the people around you um it'll start to just reflect um in a much broader way and then people will start attacking you or going mm -hmm. towards that sort of thing um and in general if you start like that it's easier to pick a target and i think that's like in any sort of bullying cyber bullying um in person friendly bullying mm -hmm. behind the back all that stuff so yeah people hate when people are different right so that they're an easy target um <laughs> on that point i actually really agree on that because i think this day and age a lot of times the thing of like conformity and like people want to be a certain way and like follow certain trends and like um that's why we have like kind of like we call social climbers where you have like these categories in high school of um the geeks and the nerds and the smart people and the popular people and um if you're not like part of their group just because you're different they think it means you're less mm -hmm. and some people maybe can suffer from jealousy if you have something that they don't they can attack that specific thing um but you also have to know that like if you're struggling with any of these things don't take it like personally because a lot of times bullying comes from the bully itself has is the form of the problem and you're the one that just has to notice that what they're saying is not true and it's your choice to believe what they're saying or to fight it and know that you're in your own individual and you're this own person that can be proud of who you are even if it's different because different is good mm -hmm. i also i found this quote i'm going to attach it to the pinterest board so you can check the link in the description but it said friendly reminder that in psychology school people are taught that anger is a secondary emotion so next time you make someone mad remember that it's because they were originally hurt or upset which really just shows that they were they're insecure. They're either upset about something because you matter so much to them or the situation, something's wrong with them internally that they feel the need to take it out on you. And that's where anger stems from. I feel like you ever see bullying happening because you will always see it in you. You may think it, oh, it's only, it ends when you come out of high school, but like, no, I even see it in parent outings. But if you ever witness it, even if you're not a part of it, a lot of times when people are getting bullied, they group it in people of People who are just not helping. So if someone was getting bullied and there was someone on the side who was simply laughing, then that still plays a part because you didn't butt in because mm -hmm. you know that. So if someone's being hurt, you have to take that step into stopping that person from being hurt, even if the other, if the bully doesn't even realize that they're hurting someone because a lot of times it's unintentional. I don't think anyone is just naturally a mean person. Um, I think that people be mean in reaction to their own feelings. Um, so try to know when to get yourself involved and when it's like kind of not your business because I do think that sometimes 
um, sometimes people can confuse bullying with those just an old personal argument. Mm-hmm. But um, to add on that, sort of like I just want to tell you guys like a story. Um, like I don't know if you, some people who listen to this might be able to like sort of relate to this. Um, so when I was like in I want to say third grade or fourth grade, um, I was I was in I was in public school like majority of my life. Um, and then when I was in like third and fourth grade, um, that's when bullying kind of like, I was first ever bullied, like even a little bit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really funny because actually that kid that bullied me like the hardest, I like I'll always remember for like the rest of my life, um, actually turned out to be one of my really good friends in middle school. Right. And so it was just really interesting. But in general, like, I just think that at the end of the day, we should realize that, um, no matter why or how or whatever when or whatever is happening with the bullying and like whoever's bullying you um just remember that they are humans also they're a person also they come from their own background and difficulties and i'm sure they've been bullied before somehow some way and if they haven't it's bound to happen because we live in a society that isn't perfect mm-hmm. and people are going to confront you about that certain thing regardless of what it is and that as long as you keep your head up no matter what they're saying to you and realize that they are just like you in the way that they're also human and anything else then you'll realize that um, when you're when you're kind of ingesting everything, all the crap, so to say, that they're screaming at you, um, you should realize that it just reflects on them as a person, and they'll realize themselves one day that no one wants to be around that. Mm-hmm. And as they grow up, they'll realize it also, and they'll just turn out even better because whatever you were bad at when you were younger just helps you out as you get older. Because mm-hmm. the sooner you find out, the better you become. And I just really agree with that, and I learned that throughout being friends with this kid that like. At one point when he was little, from like sixth grade even, he was such a douche. And then like <laughs> seventh and eighth grade, he just like started changing. Something in the family I think happened, but it's kind of personal, so I'm not going to go into it. Mm-hmm. But um, and he just like really like kind of talked to me for a really long time, and it actually like worked out. And we became really close until this day we talk and stuff. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I have so much to start to say on that because I fully agree with you, but I have a question for you first. Do you see a difference in bullying in? public school versus private school so okay yes there's a difference um for starters in private school you're not going to get punched in the face when someone bullies you right away Mm -hmm. um in public school if someone says a mean word or gives you a nasty look you're going to start picking a fight and it usually does lead to like physical violence Mm -hmm. um in eighth grade i got into a fight actually um (laughs) it was it wasn't it wasn't so bad because it was pretty it happened so fast and like your adrenaline's kind of taking over and like Mm-hmm. whatever um so it is different in terms of physical but what the bullying is doesn't change mm-hmm. and even if the bullying was different it still doesn't change where bullying comes from and the idea of it and why they're doing it mm-hmm. um so as far as that yes and no. i i ha- okay i'm gonna start with at the beginning of the story how you said that you'll remember this kid for the rest of your life right. um someone actually said to me i recently became friends with this person again that i wasn't friends with for a while and like we used to be friends whatever and he told me something that I said about him in, like, sixth grade. And it was so mean. I would never say this ever. Like, it would never come out of my mouth now. But he told me, like, oh, you said this to me, whatever. I'm like, that's literally disgusting. And that was, like, what is it, five years ago? And he still remembers it. I just wanted to let you know that the words the words you say do have an impact. And you don't know how long it will stay with someone. Because, like, I still remember things that... Even, like, my best friend has said to me when she was in a fight with me, literally, like, fourth grade. And, like, it still haunts me to this day. But, like, we've been through so much past that that it's, like, 
why do you even still think about it? But it literally haunts me. And I just want to let you know that the words you do have, the words you say have an impact and you should use that for the good because people remember the good stuff you do. People might not remember the the way you made the, the, the things you said, but they will remember the way you made them feel. <laughs> I gotta say that. Yeah. People said, like, I remember things people have said to me, like, in fourth grade. Like, mm-hmm. I can remember, and, like, they shift your mindset. Like, I remember something a kid said to me, like, he insulted me. And, like, he was pointing something out that, like, I would never have thought about till then. And, like, it's my biggest insecurity until this day. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't think it's his fault. But, like, the things you say, like, he was kidding. Like, we were, like, both, like, whatever. But, like, the things... 100% the things you said, like, you remember. Um, and, yeah, if you remember an insult that much, like, you can also remember a compliment that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, going back to the point about how people sometimes, like, will pick on you for being different or something like that. Like, I feel like there's kind of this sense of, like, eat or be eaten, mm-hmm. especially, like, when you're young and, like, you don't really understand the world and, like, you have this idea that, like, you're either the one um, making fun of people or, like, being on top and being, like, the aggressor or you're going to be the victim and, like, people have to realize that that's not how it has to be. Like, you don't have to be the one getting on the fight and picking on people in order to save yourself from being bullied. Like, and even if that is the case, then, like, consider whether that's really worth it. Mm -hmm. And, like, definitely when you're young, but, like, even now, like, high school, like, People think, like, well, if I'm not getting in on it and I'm not joining in, then they're going to make fun of me. And, like, obviously that goes back to, like, a bigger issue of, like, peer pressure and all of that. But, like, I think you just have to consider why you're doing it. And, like, are you just trying to fit in? Like, are you still afraid to be one of the victims? Are you willing to do it to someone else? Mm-hmm. Something I've noticed about that is that recently there was this kid that I was friends with and he like he's a he's a good kid at heart like he really does have good intentions and I remember talking to him a while ago about his social anxiety and how like whatever I was talking to him about his insecurities and it was a really good conversation whatever really nice gave me a lot of insight into his life that like made me look at it a different way and then he was one of the kids that kind of fell into the wrong crowd and because his friends were doing something he felt the need to do it too because if he didn't his friends would make fun of him and I think that goes along with what you say, that it doesn't need to be like that, but that's just sometimes how people feel like it needs to be, and that's when people don't want to, people don't want to talk to you when you, like, fall into, like, people don't want that. It's, it was really mean, and, like, now, I don't know if I, because a lot of the time I have, I always have an internal battle about this, whether, like, for this certain situation, whether I feel so bad for him that he's so insecure that he needs to, get his friend's approval by being mean to other people so I feel so bad for him that like I want to help him I want to make him feel good about himself so he doesn't need to do that or tell him this isn't okay you can't treat people like that you know so I always think about that also like when this when this situation happened this has been like making me think a lot about bullying in general but I always I have like I was saying before I have a problem that like I want to fix your problems so I wanted to fix this kid's problems instead of like telling him that it was wrong at first. Like, I just wanted to, I just wanted to fix it for him. I just wanted him to say, I just wanted to say to him like, these friends aren't good for you. You're whatever. But that's not my place. So I do, right. obviously didn't say that. But in my head, that's literally what I was like screaming like, right. you can't be friends with these kids. They're so yeah. bad for you. 
but my internal battle of being friends with these people who like don't respect me and will treat me like this even though I know they're insecure or um not be friends with them but I also know how much they must be going through and and like someone I was talking to someone about this because I was really like stressed out about it because I felt so bad whatever and they told me that like why do you want to be part of a such a toxic relationship where they don't respect you and even if they're following the wrong crowd like whatever so that gave me a different like good question that gave me a good perspective on what I want to do as not I'm like I don't know no it's a good question I, I think I'm really glad that you actually we got already here to this point of a um, conversation well um it's really unfortunate because um, just from personal experience, there were so many kids that I really looked forward to being friends with, especially like sort of the kids around me every day. Mm-hmm. Um, because when I was in like kindergarten, first grade, second grade, these were kids that I grew up with, literally even after that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I got back to high school with them, I'm like, wow, they have not aged very well in terms <laughs> of like, personality. And, um, and I was just like, oh, okay, I guess like we'll see what happens. Um, you know, give everyone a shot. You can't judge. So you just got to see what happens. Um, and I think that it also stems into them being a very clicky group. Like mm-hmm. If someone is clicky with their friend group, regardless if they're bullies or not, it's very hard to actually get into the, get in there. And then the second you try, you just feel like you're going to be like a third wheel, but yeah. also picked on some way or looked at some way, or you're just scared. Basically, as I was saying, like, it's just very hard to fit in. And the second you look like you're not doing a good enough job at it, it already starts to show you're sort of like vulnerable. Mm-hmm. And the second you look vulnerable, boom, you just become an instant, like, Target. sort of light. Yeah, you become a firework and it explodes in front of everyone and Baby, you just see. <laughs> <laughs> and she it's just like, boom, I can start her. seeing that person. That's exactly what happened to me when I got into high school with these boys. And I was like, I don't understand, like, what happened, like, what happened mm-hmm. um and i guess sort of like just the the shift in what you were supposed to be or what you were supposed to be seen as or who you were supposed to hang out with really mattered that much when it came to like certain people um and when i realized that i said okay at first i actually fell into that trap just like many people would and i was like so then i'm just gonna stop talking to most of my friends because i have to like sort of figure out mm-hmm. a way to make sure i'm friends with these kids and you know, at the end of the day, whoever, like, really understands at a certain point that it doesn't matter um, who your friends are as long as they're people that'll make sure that they're always there for you, whether you were different, whether you looked, whether you came from somewhere else, no matter what, if they're truly, like, good friends and they want to be your friend, they would have never actually rejected you in the first place, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And even if they did... The moment that you open up and are vulnerable with them, and they actually listen and they like tell you something that you've actually never thought of ever before, and you just start seeing and feeling that connection like you do, I'm sure with many of your close best friends now, you'll know whether that was someone you're supposed to really be friends with or someone you sh- you, you could live without. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I think that that's really important, and it's also a good thing to make sure that you meet people that reject you. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually also leading into my next point about how like with friends like people say like family's forever and like friends come and go but like what's most important about that is that you get to pick who your friends are and the people who you surround yourself with makes a huge difference and at first you may not always realize if someone's like 
a toxic if you're in a toxic relationship and that's okay no one really can tell the future and you shouldn't think of it as like the end of the world once you make being one because you can always like get out of one and take it into a growing experience um and then I, I also want to like just bring up like sometimes when kind of what Ariella brought up about how like when someone was just kidding around and making a joke of like it actually was one of her biggest insecurities even to this day that like no one really knows what you're insecure about and you no one can read what hurts other people so like you always just have to be aware and kind of like put yourself in their shoes and like you may not be but what hurts you may not hurt someone else so just try to be careful and more aware about um what you're saying how it affects them um yeah i remember Ariella saying this and i like literally don't stop thinking about it that like that when let's say let's say i said something offensive to sarah but i didn't think it was offensive and she perceives it as offensive it's offensive like i'm not the one to say that it's you can say it better like you don't as the one say making the comment you don't get to decide whether or not it's offensive it's the offensiveness is measured in the person receiving it so if you offend someone it was offensive. Like, your intentions don't really matter that much. Mm-hmm. Mrs. Maybell yeah. said that. Um, and, like, a lot of times, like, that's the case because you can, like, you might not have meant it in an offensive way, but if the person is offended, that's what measures it as offensive. Not, oh, no, it's not offensive. I didn't mean to offend you. Like, yeah. that's great. Great that you didn't mean to. <laughs> yeah. But I it was did. offensive because you offended someone. Mm-hmm. I recently confronted someone who is kind of like a bully of mine in a way and um and it's very nerve-wracking in the time because and when in conversations like that you never know how like the other person's gonna perceive it it's just like kind of what we talked about with the intentions and I was trying to explain to them that sometimes when you don't even realize that you're being mean and I was trying to like just get this person to be aware because I know that this person is not necessarily a mean person um even when you do confront someone um i think that it's so powerful for you to kind of like self-reflect and try to just like take a moment to see if you want to put yourself in those in those person's shoes i haven't deemed a very sensitive person so this person actually told me that they always feel like they have to walk around eggshells around me and um it made me feel that like if i'm so sensitive maybe there's something more that i can do so i started even though I was always so hurt by it, I thought that there was more that as the person who's getting the mean comments, um, maybe I'm taking it too sensitive or I'm taking it the wrong way. Sort of like a tolerance thing, yeah. I guess, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So don't think it's like toxic and abusive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because like I ended up even though I felt like I was kind of the victim in the scenario you could say, um, somehow I ended up feeling guilty because um, I know that I know this person well, so I know that they're I I know where the bullying is stemming from, and once you know the insecurities and the bullying, it's hard to really like just label them as a robot because sometimes when someone's bullying me, I would just kind of kind of like make them inhuman so that it doesn't hurt as much, mm-hmm. um, which is definitely not a good way to cope. <laughs> I've learned that you have to realize that. Um, they are human too, and that kind of like what was David saying before, and that no one bullies 
just to bully. Like, even as the person receiving the bullying, you should try to put yourself in the bully's position because it shows that it helps you make it less personal and it won't, it won't, it will help you not take all those comments so seriously because you know that they're not, they're not as true as what they say. Mm-hmm. Also, like, we all think a lot of times, like, you're the, you're the victim, you're the only one who's right, but, like, ne- nothing's black and white, everything is, like, there's always the area of gray, like, um, and I don't think anybody ever thinks I am being a bully right now, like, mm-hmm. they can reflect on it maybe, but a, a lot of the time they think that they're truly right, even if, like, if you have, like, the outside perspective, you can be, like, no, 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 they're clearly the aggressor, they're the one who's wrong, but, like, in the moment, especially i don't think people usually really think that they are being mean because most people that like i would assume that we come into contact with like they're not trying to be mean people like they mm-hmm. think they're right they, they don't think they're being offensive like going back to something i was saying before they just might not realize and like i would even go as far as to say like we've all been perceived as a bully or being mean to someone else at one point in our lives and like I forget the exact quote, but I saw it a while ago, and it was so true. It was like, you're always the bad guy in someone's story or something like yeah. that. Like, it's so true. Like, you're always going to be the bad guy in someone's book. There's always going to be some some people who perceive you as the one in the wrong. So you can just kind of flip that and realize that if that's true for you, and, like, a lot of the time, like, you think you're perfect, you think you're the one who's right, then that bully or your bully probably thinks the same like i don't think anybody's acting or most people aren't acting out of like a truth they want to be mean or they they think they're being mean like a lot of it they just have a lack of self-awareness or maybe it's even really a gray area and so a lot of times like you have to have communication because they may not even realize how much they're offending you like there's there's been so many situations like either where i was the one where someone told me that i was being offensive or where I told someone that they were being offensive and like you have no idea like Mm -hmm. the person's like oh my god I had no idea like I really thought we were just joking or Mm -hmm. I've said that and like a lot of the time the person feels really bad and like if you don't take the initiative to speak up for yourself then like you have to do your part a little bit and of course the best case scenario is if everybody realizes and everybody's super sensitive but the reality is that most people have kind of been desensitized to it and that kind of takes us into like the technology part of things because this is about social media right Mm -hmm. so like social media makes it a lot easier or i guess a lot harder to be sensitive to this because again like you don't know someone's tone or you don't know how they meant it so like something that seems super harmless or like they thought they were kidding thought you were joking like can be really offensive so if you don't tell them and you don't explain that it's actually really hurtful then they're never going to know, and then it's not going to be able to be continued. And then I guess, like, the real issue would happen if they don't care once you tell them. Mm -hmm. That's when it's best to voice that that was offensive to me. Like, please don't say that again, Mm -hmm. because the other person may never know that that was offensive to you, and and then it just spirals from there. That's when it's good to have open conversations about drawing the lines and what's offensive and what's not, and calling someone out on it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Thank God for WhatsApp, like, audio recording. <laughs> Shout out to that. Um, those are actually huge. Especially, like, when you have, like, if you're going to have a conversation over the phone with someone, 
about anything personal, I seriously recommend if you can, because I know it's hard for some people to actually voice it out loud. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know if you noticed, but the second you say something out loud, it's a little different than what you thought in your head. And so whenever you guys have a conversation with someone about anything personal, I really recommend you do it through a voice note. Um, Just because personal experience, um, trust me, things are not um, necessarily delivered the way they were supposed to be Mm -hmm. when you write it out versus when you speak it. And Mm -hmm. even in person, you could tell because of body language, but when you're behind the phone, there's no body language in front of you. There's words, and then there's sound. And at the end of the day, we as humans, I really think, would be able to pick up on sound and the gestures and the words rather than just the words. Mm -hmm. And so just take that into consideration the next time you're going to send a text that you really think is okay or not okay or you're even on the other end reading a text always understand that there's so many ways to interpret it Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day if you give people um the opportunity to always see them as the best and always give them benefit of the doubt no matter how hard it might be even in person Mm -hmm. um if you do that you'll really start to pick up uh, as a character yourself and you'll naturally also become a better human being because like Ariella said and like you guys said that at the end of the day you're going to be that bad person in someone's book yeah. in someone's story and the way to really make sure that that happens as least as possible because trust me throughout your whole life you guys you're going to be meeting people that you don't know you were going to meet and so it'll continue happening and I just really think that at the end of the day if you make sure that you're start doing it now and how you guys are perceiving things with bullies and being a bully or on the other end being mm-hmm. a victim yeah. um you'll pick up and become a better character and you'll be that bully in someone's book way less on the contrary of it. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's a lot easier now for... Cyberbullying is such a huge issue and when people say that it's not a real thing, it, like... Oh, it absolutely is. It's, it makes me so upset that people think that it's not a thing because it's so much easier to bully someone behind a phone, behind a screen because you don't really have to put so much thought or emotion into it, you know? You can just say what you want to say. It doesn't affect you. That's it. That's when it pisses me off that people think that it's not a thing and they claim that. Yeah. Whatever. That's a whole nother tangent. But I also want to say about bullying in general that a lot of times people think that someone said, like one of my friends, one of the voice, one of my boy friends said, oh, bully, you don't have bullies in our school. There's no bullying. And I literally almost went off on him. I did. But I... I think a lot of the time that people perceive bullying as like the obvious textbook bullying of like you're you throw them against the locker and you slap Steal them or, yeah you your lunch money throw it or whatever I just think of Buford and Bell's week that's like the textbook bullying to me mm-hmm. but it's not always like that and there's so much there's so many aspects that go into bullying that that's not even like come close to it I actually just came back from a domestic abuse um workshop so I have a lot in mind about how to like unhealthy relationships where when it becomes toxic and abusive and one of the topics of abuse was digital abuse and cyberbullying is a form of digital abuse and bullying can be so many different forms of emotional abuse psychological abuse and I think that's really scary and yeah yeah and just I just wanted to like make sure people understood something maybe with an analogy like going to school without hearing lectures is like going to school without um, a bully in that environment and because there's always going to be a bully no matter where you go and sometimes it won't even you won't even come across that bully and sometimes you will mm-hmm. but no matter what they exist and I just think that if you always have your head up shoulders up um, chest out and you walk with confidence 
that it'll just reflect a lot. And at the end of the day, like, just make sure that you're you're not necessarily on like the, the like the hinge, like you're about to like burst its own balloons, yeah. but like you know what I'm saying, just like be aware of your surroundings and just make sure you're very cautious about how you react if it happens and like there's so many things to take into considera- consideration as someone who can get bullied or someone who can become a bully mm-hmm. that i think that it takes a lot more to really understand um and if you're got and when you're listening to this just also do some research after that. i don't know look up something yeah. maybe watch a video on someone's personal story because you can go online and you can read a story that's not true but could be as true as anything else that is mm-hmm. and you'll realize that you know what you could relate to certain things i think it's really hard and important to like understand and it's literally the hardest thing in the world from a victim's perspective that you're giving them what you want if you react and even though that's literally impossible and i know it is trust me like it's so hard not to just scream at them and want to rip off their head um you can't give them a reaction because you're egging them on even though that's literally so hard but at a certain point you have to say something and you have to stand your ground and stand up for yourself but if it's just like a little banter at the beginning or whatever, ignore it because hopefully they'll stop. And if they don't, that's when you should do something about it. Yeah, that actually brings me to my next point about how like sometimes there's everyone has different experiences with bullying, and some people may be going through a little worse worse case than someone else. But bullying is bullying, and if you're hurt, then like a lot of times, um, people have a hard time like. They realize that they end up blaming themselves, and I think that no, you can't pick if you get bullied. You have to pick what to do next. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, don't ask why me. Ask what now, because um, it's if you get bullied, you're, it's never stuck. You're never trapped. You always can be like set free, and like there's always something to do. So if you ever have friend that you can confine to and talk to about it, and maybe escape it through a way of just like realizing that it's not true and you're bigger and you're stronger and um like kind of just let it pass and sometimes it's hard to just not let it pass because if you can't escape it maybe it's cyberbullying and it's constant you can't confront them then that's when you can um go to an authority and get them involved whether if it's a mom a dad or a teacher even or a guidance counselor because people do care about this subject and it's not something to be taken lightly and if you're struggling with it, you should not be scared because you are not alone. And um, you should never feel trapped. So um, never be scared to ask for help because asking for help is not something to be ashamed about. It shows how much strength and courage you have mm-hmm. because you're realizing that what you're struggling with can be fixed. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's never set in stone. You know, like you show your strength by asking for help. Exactly. Yeah, that was so good. Yeah, also like, reject the notion that like you're snitching that makes you so mad and like i don't know who's listening to this i'm glad so. i you upset I'm <laughs> no, like- um I'm, i don't know who's listening to this but like whatever who cares like that's not a thing and like you can edit sh- literally this part no don't edit it people people should hear it's not a thing to snitch okay in some cases, 100%, it is, but not in terms of bullying. Like, you're never, it, it has a time and a place. Like, in bullying, they teach you this from the time you're, like, two years old. Like, if if you tell when someone's being bullied or you're being bullied, it's not, it's not so 
changing. It's recording. Like I can hear. See, something say yes, something. Yes, I got it. Say that. Do you remember the t-shirts we yeah. got? I'm about to say like what yeah. they say, like when for like think crime. Twice. What's the other one? Think, think twice. Always be nice. Yes. yes. Oh my god. I love that. Right? Right? I wore that shirt all yeah. the time. Your um, shirt. <laughs> Um, anyway, then. Yeah, slogans, we'll, we'll stop bullying. Yeah, um, but anyway, that's, like, really, don't be afraid to, like, say something. Because, first of all, if you're not going to do it for yourself, do it for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, even if you think nothing, nothing's going to be done, like, it's better to try. Um, and I kind of would disagree a little bit about, like, the part about, like, getting a reaction out of them. Because maybe like what they want is a reaction but a lot but i don't i don't know i guess some people what they're going for is a reaction but a lot of times i think like they're trying to be cool or like they have their own personal issues with their and they're projecting or things like that and like i don't think a reaction if you say i i don't like when you say that or stop saying it to me i'm not kidding like I don't think that you need to be quiet in the name of not giving them what they want because I think that that's kind of like if if they're trapping you if if they can just say whatever they want to you but you can't respond because if you do they're just going to do it more then they kind of win because they're putting you in in a position where you can't advocate for yourself um and then you just kind of have to sit there quietly well, they say whatever they want to you because if you don't, they're just going to continue. Mm-hmm. So I would say that, like, my advice would be, like, personally, use your judgment. Like, uh, most people have judgment and, like, use it. I don't yeah, know. In this case, because I, I think, like, if someone says something to you, like, some, if it really bothers you, say something. And, like, even if you're like, oh, I don't want them to, I don't want them to think they're getting a rise out of me. Advocate for yourself anyway because you want them to know that it's not okay. And sometimes they might genuinely not know. And later on, if you see something, they could be like, "But I didn't know. You didn't tell me." You have to say something. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it doesn't really bother you, then of course, like you don't need to say anything. Um, and it's up to you. Um, but just remember with what you say, like don't lower yourself to their level. And that's like a very important thing that, like, I think I need to remember. We all need to remember. Like in the heat of the moment, you can like feel like you have a right to stoop to their level because of what they're saying to you whoever it is but then nothing separates you between um there's no separation that's what Um, i yeah that's what i meant i didn't mean to say that like if someone's bullying you you should sit there silently i meant like by a reaction i meant stoop down to their level and do what they're doing by teaching them exactly what they did back to them and showing them that website i'll link it in the description called because i said i would and you don't need to do this on a pe you don't need to like get their cards but they basically send you a bunch of free little cards and you it says because i said i would and you write a promise that you want to do so i chose as my promise to instead of you shouldn't be a bystander because then you're giving in to the bullies you should actively try and make a part to make a difference and in that comes standing up for yourself, and in that comes, and also 
being kind to other people and spreading kindness. So for I, I tried to start to do this and I think that everyone else should. I got these cards that said because I said I would and I try and compliment someone that I normally wouldn't or say something nice that I normally wouldn't because a lot of the times I see something or whatever, I think something and I don't say it even though it's nice. But why not say it if it's nice, you know? Because right. you don't know how that can affect someone just like the impact just like something mean you said can have an impact so can something nice you say have an impact right. oh my god i have so many thoughts <laughs> on that that's because i can remember everything i want to say i didn't think about okay um i actually was about to like intertwine how kindness intertwines with bullying so much because with how we're going back to like how words are so powerful um someone said how like i believe i can say anything as since it, as long as it's true but that's not necessarily true because um <laughs> i disagree with yeah. that because because, like, I think that if you say something, even if it's true, it's not necessarily important to say. Because if, if it's hurtful, then what, how is that helpful? Mm-hmm. But I'm going to quote the famous Jill Lustig. <laughs> is it kind? Of is it necessary? Is it important? So true. Yeah. yeah. That was so funny. She literally texted me the second um, <laughs> she said quoting Jill Lustig. That's funny. People take advantage <laughs> of words and how, um, like, they think it's normal to just say mean things and be kind of joking around. You think it's funny to say mean things, but, like, mm-hmm. people never take advantage of saying nice things. And, like, you need to normalize saying compliments, yes. kind of like what Molly was saying. No, and, like, and how, like, you can go around complimenting, just saying they're beautiful, saying how funny <laughs> they are, saying, like, you're nice, you're kind, you're smart, whatever it may be, the simple things matter because you never know their personal struggles. And I think that by bystanding you just as much as you should be aware whether you're saying something mean and may hurting something someone else you also have to be aware of is someone else being mean to that person how can i step in what can my part be and you can always have a part even if you may not necessarily be involved but you can always get involved you just have to know your place and sometimes you may not have you it may not be helpful to get involved so Mm -hmm. try to be careful with that because i definitely think that there's an important balance to it because there's balance in everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to explain something a bit about balance. I well, forgot. If you follow like Cobra Kai or whatever, you know, old karate kids, um, Mr. Miyagi, like, famously, <laughs> whatever, yeah, Mr. Miyagi famously says, like, the, the perfect, the, the, the path to life is always just finding balance. Yeah. Oh and my that's God, it's so true. In every single thing. And I just wanted to, by the way, touch up now that I'm. Um, saying something i want to know i just want people to know that even if you aren't comfortable enough or confident enough to give a compliment out in public mm-hmm. or in front of other people or to, to someone's face and direct uh, directly you could text them after school or if you don't have their number you could just like i don't know if you stalk them or something smile at them yeah. wave smiling. at them yeah, wave. Wave. <laughs> say hi during lunch when they're alone or something or like talk to them you know what yeah like at the end of the day, people, like you said earlier, just they just remember how you made them feel. And that is really done with the words you use. And at the end of the day, when we're always like thinking about, oh, what should I say? What should I say? Yeah. Which word is the best word to use? Like, guys, people care about when you're real with them, when you yeah. open up to them, when you look at them in the eyes and tell them something that they could relate to. Mm-hmm. And if they can't, they'll appreciate that you even got there in the first place. Yeah. And I think that that's so important, and we don't do it enough nowadays because we have these stupid little things called cell phones. <laughs> and I just want you guys and the people listening to this to know that it's really important. And I wish some days that cell phones didn't exist. And thank God we have something like Shabbos yeah. where we don't look at these stupid little things. 
and, and we get to read a book, we get to take a nap, we get to like talk to our friends with our mouths and listen in the eyes to other people. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. So like, I just really think that that's yeah. super, super, duper important. And if you don't keep Shabbos, this is when you should start. Yeah, you started okay? now. Oh so my. yeah. Okay. I also just jumped to- off this. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to shout that out there. Yeah. Um. Also, I want you like you all to know that no one is perfect. I think a lot of times I personally always find a way to blame myself. And even if you know that he's perfect, but nobody's perfect. <laughs> the second song, I think we yeah. Holy show warning. I always do that. Someone gets a word in book. Okay. Nobody's um, perfect. Sorry. <laughs> um my next one is Oh god, so what was I talking about? Nobody's perfect. perfect. <laughs> um oh yeah. And that there's I think it's definitely important to always self reflect and see how you can help and try to realize where you're going wrong or how you can do better. But Never start blaming yourself because once you start doing that, then you're only, only going to be putting yourself more, and there it definitely is something as being your own bully. Mm-hmm. Um, and what was the point of this? You know what? On purpose, I'm not going to edit edit out that entire part of us trying to remember what she was saying because nobody, is, is, perfect. nobody is perfect. Yeah, especially you. <laughs> especially this podcast because it's definitely not like scripted at all yeah. we are literally talking as if we are having like yeah, we're just but this is the point we're of like how we're real literally each other <laughs> but yeah you just gotta be real with one another and, and people respect you more yeah because Radical of how kindness. real yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> no literally kindness can change this world i swear you don't realize the word the impact your words have i can't even tell you how many times i'm going to reiterate this that you don't know the impact that your words have so you might as well make it a good impact because it's just as easier to say something nice as it is to say something mean. And a lot of times she people... She titled that this time, guys. Oh, sorry <laughs> if that was like your closing No, no, no. It's I'm okay. sorry. <laughs> I did um, not. Um, but a lot of times I think that people always underrate or, yeah, underrate the things that are not necessarily words because there definitely is forms of bullying that are not words. If you give someone a funny look, a lot of times people perceive it in a different way mm-hmm. or is also where like the bystanding comes in like a lot of times i can't really control your facial expressions um but people are always watching and people are always like um perceiving and i think that subconsciously people do interpret that in a way that can be hurtful too so just have to be aware of that as well yes so i think Think twice always be nice think twice always be nice is the key takeaway of this episode i really think that there's so much to think about now i'm literally gonna go home and not sleep all night because i'm gonna be thinking about this yeah but i think it's important oh i want everyone to take on this because i said i would challenge you do not need to go to the website and get their cards even though it's so fun to get it delivered in your mail you can literally just mental note that a challenge to say one nice thing to someone you normally wouldn't every day because one it would be self-included yeah, yourself included. Yes. By the way. You. Yeah. yeah, by the way, affirmations are everything. But it's important for yourself and for the other person to spread that kindness. And it's so easy. It'll make someone's day. And I think that's the best way to solve this issue. And it's also like a domino effect. Yes, domino effect. Like, don't tell them anything about it. So yeah. thank you guys so much for coming and I'm so excited for 100%. this. Bye guys. Yeah. Bye. Hope to see you guys soon.